where in these last 10 nights we're supposed to be praying the salah that the best salah we've ever had with extreme focus and concentration night prayers but so many of you have been reaching out to me that while you're attempting to do this you're just struggling with focus in your salah with your khushua your concentration you know you're praying and you're trying to connect with allah deeply but your mind kind of wanders um, you can't keep that focus. It's cutting off that connection. And you just don't feel the way you're supposed to or you're trying to be better, but you just need a little help. No worries. In this podcast, I'm going to give you a couple quick tips on how to have better focus, khushua, concentration, and your salah so you can make better connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. In these last few days of Ramadan, oh my gosh, I feel like so extremely grateful and merciful that we've reached this far. There are so many serious situations happening all over the world. Let's not forget how absolutely blessed and honored we are to have this opportunity to pray, to to have clean water, to have nourishing food at the end of a fast. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala count us of those who are grateful and um, and who really take advantage of the good that he's given to do even more good. If you don't know me, my name is Mindful Muslima. I'm um, a licensed educator of 20 years, mom of five, and a big sister to the community. We cover topics here, anything that women go through. Matter of fact, you guys DM me and you request it and you comment and I make it. It's just truly, truly about what we go through as women. Um, and so anything related to love, spouses, relationship, parenting, homeschooling, um, life hacks, organization. If we need it and we go through it, I cover it. And this is a place where I hope that we can kind of connect, build a village, and find solutions. And alhamdulillah, we've been doing that, especially with the um, the Facebook Facebook group in Ramadan that I put up. You guys have just been absolutely amazing. Just wanted to give you guys a shout out for how great you are in supporting one another and staying positive and just really sisterly in this time. So jazakallah khair. Um, in this podcast, we're going to be covering salah. I mean, it's really easy to think that, gosh, everybody else must be having the most amazing salah at night. Why is it me that can't connect with Allah? Why is it me that, you know, in my prayer, I'm getting distracted? No. And today, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to help you with that. Um, and I do want to tell you, if you are new to the podcast, something else that uh, I keep developing because of your guys' requests. And I'm really, really um, amazed at how many of you are responding and showing just extreme interest. Um, outside of the podcast, I did create an online school. And I did that because obviously I am a licensed educator, like I said. So I said, you know, let me take away my skills in that and the need that you guys are showing me and create something that we can all benefit from. Because a lot of people DM me, um, you know, really um, important things. And then it's hard for me just in one or two sentences to solve all their problems. It's really, it's it's a bit much. It's, it's a bit of a pressure. And I said, I want to do it in a bit more of a professional way. I want to give them their rights and give them something more beneficial. So I actually created the online school. And so right now I have... um. The two courses that you guys most requested, which one was How to Find Love by the Sunnah, that one's up there, and also Ramadan Recharge, which is basically you wanted more support and, and motivation and um, and kind of lessons and things like that in Ramadan and a space to connect as a community of women. And so I created those based on your guys' suggestions. Now, um, I'm going to have another one, like a secret one coming up in the mix. I'm really excited about it. A lot of you guys have been talking about these strong emotions that you guys have been having. So I'm about to do 
a course. It's going to be a mini course. So it's going to be super, it's like a small and easy one um, on how to get control of your emotions. And I'm in the middle of working that one together. So super excited. Keep your eye out for that. But I do want to say that most of my courses are not open all year. I don't just like open that because um, they're kind of exclusively open only one or two times a year because I want to give people all my time and focus. I go on there live and I give my attention to the students. I don't just put something up on the internet. It just defeats the purpose to me. So um, I think the next one coming up is in July. We're going to have the marriage one. It'll probably open every year, either July or February only. And the Ramadan one will obviously open in Ramadan. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up that I am creating these extended resources for you women as you ask me about them. You need them. And I've been trying to make them as fast as I can. I know there's other ones you want me to make and I'm working on those as well. So just wanted to give you that really good news. Okay, let's jump right in. So for Khushua, I'm going to give you a couple tips. And you know, it's normal to drift in Salah. It's normal to have your mind go. And the people who know anything about, um, you know, you hear about the meditation, people who meditate and things like that. I know that's not what we're doing, but I'm just giving you like an, an example. Uh, people who meditate, they have the same problem. They're told, oh, I should meditate. I should focus. But then my mind keeps drifting. So what I want to say is your mind is like a muscle. It's like a muscle, like you go to the gym, you work out, you lift your, your right, you know, bicep and you're working on that muscle. It needs to be flexed. It needs to practice. So you drifting and pulling back and drifting and pulling back is almost like you're at the gym lifting that weight. Okay. You're practicing and it's something that has to be done over and over to strengthen it. So see it as that and understand the more that you do it, the stronger it will become, inshallah And obviously with great intention and desire and, and ikhlas, sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to focus. Of course, Allah, Kareem, he helps his, um, his servants who really, really want to try to worship him. So alhamdulillah. So today I'm going to give you a couple tips. Just want to mention that it's totally normal. But these are some techniques from the sunan, the ones that I use that will help us to find our way back. So when I find, the first tip I'll give you is when I find my, my, um, my mind drifting, I need to bring it back. And one thing I do is, and by the way, this is whether it's drifting in Salah or just I know my mind is going to drift because it's absolutely normal for all of our minds to drift. So I almost approach Salah as if I'm going to drift anyway, like just to be prepared, just to give that extra um, chance for myself to not drift. I make preparation. So one of the things I do, obviously, before I make Salah is I make Dua to Allah to help me with my Khushua. I suggest everyone to do that right before you go to Salah. Ask Allah, say, Ya Rab, I want to focus today in my prayer. I know it could be an issue. Ya Rab, make it easy for me to focus. I want to connect with you. I love you so much and all this stuff. You just talk to Allah and you just beg him for the help for the khushua. Okay, not everything is a robotic dua that you have to have memorized off a piece of paper. Sometimes you can have sincere begging and pleading to Allah that will allow you to connect with him in that way as well. So don't be shy to do that. That is absolutely acceptable and absolutely what you can do. So you can make dua for this concentration. So that's number one. Number two, if I do start to notice um, my lack of focus or my mind drifting at all, again, this totally human and normal thing to happen, um, sometimes I change my breathing. I breathe a lot slower just to calm myself and to focus more. I'm not taking this from any kind of like spiritual guru thing. I'm just literally changing the rate of my breath. I find that helps me to, to pull back my mind from wherever it went and to focus. So with that deep breathing, I just kind of pull my mind back. 
and to focus on the Salah. And that just helps me. That's just another technique that I use. Number three, um, a lot of people, you know, we're Muslims from all over the world, alhamdulillah. We're not all speaking Arabic. And so what I suggest, especially to the people who do not speak Arabic, is um, when you're praying, it can be hard because it just sounds like a lot of really beautiful stuff, like, <laughs> but you're not really sure what is being said. So if you don't know Arabic, my suggestion to you is before Salah, if you can read the surah that you're going to recite in English before, it really helps. This also helps with dua as well. If you're going to read a dua in Arabic and you're going to read it like, you know, Allahumma, blah, 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 subhanAllah, if you have read it previously, in English and you know exactly what you're gonna say um, it really really helps especially like the one I find that one uh, one of my favorite favorite um, so like I will read it in English let's say before just to remind myself of how beautiful these words are and what I'm asking Allah for and then I will read it in Arabic so I suggest this to everyone if you're reading in Arabic as a different language, I don't care if you're from Indonesia, if you're from uh, Japan, if you're, we have Muslims from all over the world, if you're from Mexico, read it in your native language first. If you can read it in English, okay, but if not, your native language is what I mean, you know, obviously. And so that you understand and it is meaningful to you. And then you read in Arabic, so much more concentration because you know what you're actually reading. Okay, so that is my tip number three. Tip number four is to try to read in a more uh, beautiful voice. So if we're just reading like Bismillah Rahman, you know, like we're just like making it, um, you know, mundane and super monotone. Sometimes it can you can find yourself almost bored in it because you haven't connected with Allah, astaghfirullah, right? We haven't connected, and then our mind is going somewhere else. But if I'm focusing with to to say it with tartil, to say it with this beautiful recitation, like the Prophet peace be upon him was instructed to to say it with this beautiful recitation. It really, really helps to increase our focus because we're focusing on the words, our pronunciation, and how we are putting the melody to it in terms of the tartil, like at that time. So it's really, really helpful. Also, sometimes if you try to recite with a more beautiful voice and you can listen to different sheikh and get ideas from them and, you know, how to recite and, and to elongate here or this or that for the med. And it really, really helps to be able to recite with a voice that is beautiful. And sometimes you can touch your own heart with how your voice is going. And you're just making that intention always, obviously, that you're saying it for the sake of Allah. You're not doing it to show off in any particular place. You're just doing it sincerely for Allah and to please him and because uh, you're so grateful for the Quran. One of my most favorite tips and suggestions that helps me is to understand and remind myself that this salah is a conversation. It's a conversation between myself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we're sitting in front of somebody super important, let's just think of somebody on earth, right? That could be important like the president or um, a professor or this and that. How are we going to sit in front of these people? We're going to sit attentively. We're going to wear our best clothes and we're going to sit attentively. And when, when they ask us a question, we're going to try our best to have a very good answer and, you know, this and this and that. Are we going to um, start thinking about what I'm going to cook uh, for dinner in an hour? Are we going to start thinking about the last thing that I watched on Netflix? Are we going to start thinking about DMing that person back that messaged me 10 minutes ago? No one is doing that in the middle of an intense and important conversation. So why do we do it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? 
Why do we do it to someone who, or to, to an entity that is more important than anyone on earth? And why do we do it to the one that is our sustainer, who gives us, like, even the president and the, the professor and all these other important uh, figures, they don't provide us with food and, and, um, and security and, you know, all the beautiful things that we have every day in our life that we forget are, are immense gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why do we disrespect Allah if we wouldn't disrespect people like that on earth? So I just try to remind myself that this is a conversation between myself and Allah. That he's right in front of me. And the entity that he is, he's right in front of me, listening to me. Would I just take my my focus and turn it away in the middle of that conversation? Never. So I just try to remind myself this is a conversation. Kind of like Surah Al-Fatiha. If you've ever read the translation and the tafsir for Surah Al-Fatiha and just how it's a constant it's a constant conversation of back and forth between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is just beautiful. So, you know, put in your mind that, um, you know, this is a conversation and I need to be present in that conversation. Okay, another tip is you can come into salah like the same way when I make that dua in the beginning of my salah, like Allah help me focus. I can also put in my mind right then and there that this could be my last prayer. So I do go into my salah thinking this could be my last prayer. How would I want Allah to count it for me? Me drifting off and thinking about the dress I want to buy on Madanisa. I'm just making st- you know stuff up. I'm just saying, like, is that what I want Allah to count for me in my last salah? No. So we want to think about the fact that we are possibly, Allah could take us any time. After I go do that, something could happen. Many people have passed this Ramadan. Many. I know people say that all the time, like, oh, this year, many. No, really, with, especially with COVID, a lot of people, you know, obviously other things have happened as well outside of COVID, but so much is happening in the world right now. Why do we think we're invincible? Why do we think that, that, that we just have another salah coming? So alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, protect us all and give us good health. But yeah, enter the prayer as if it could be your last salah. Um, let me see if I have maybe two more, three more tips. Another one is I make try to make some really, really good da'a in my sujood. So when I go down into sujood, you know where your face is on the prayer map. After you say the stuff you're supposed to say, you know, subhanahu rabbi al-ala, subhanahu rabbi al-ala, you like this. Then I make a sincere da'a. And somebody asks me, can you do that? I'm like, of course, that's what you're supposed to do. Now you can use some of the du'as that are given to us in the in the books, like Fortress of the Muslims, like these these du'as of the Sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Yes, I use those as well. And then sometimes I just use my own du'a, just begging and calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you do this, guys, you make connection. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am from the robotic ibadah that is happening in our community. This just like reading stuff off pages, blah, 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 blah. There is no heartfelt connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that sujood. We have to make connection. Beg Allah, Ya Rabbi, you know I'm having that issue with my mother. Please help me. Give give me patience. Give the sincere ta'at to Allah. Talk to Him. You're in a conversation. May Allah make it easy. Um, the other one I, I do is I try to remind myself the next tip is I try, this is my last two. I try see, there's so many tips we could use guys. Try one or two of these out, maybe different days or all. You could see what works for you. What works for one will not work for someone else. If one doesn't work, try another one. It's great to try. So um, I remind myself that my reward for the Salat is proportion to my concentration. If I am standing there for hours, what is the point if my concentration is not there because I'm getting reward based on how involved I am. I can't be physically there, mentally somewhere else. So my 
my reward is proportionate to my concentration. Now, when I say, what's the point? I don't mean so then give it up. That's not what I'm saying. Of course, Alhamdulillah, no. But I'm saying, guys, if we're going to take the time and we're going to do the physical exercise of it, let's make it count. It just makes more sense, right? And lastly, I always try to remind myself of the way that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to pray. Especially in these nights, I was, um, I don't know, I was really, really tired. And my, my husband's like, you want to keep going? And I'm like, yeah, I want to go. And he's like, you know, why do you want to keep going? Like, I know you're really tired. I said, I'm really trying because I know the Prophet, peace be upon him, he did this or he did that or when this, when he was like this, he did that. So try to use the Prophet, peace be upon him, as a role model in terms of your salah. There's so many books and literature on the precise way that he used to pray. Inspire yourself, read how he prayed, and then think about how you're praying. And am I praying like the prophet? And if I'm not praying close to how the prophet is praying or even attempting to, how close am I trying to pray in the way that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he was pleasing to Allah in his salah? So it just helps us to kind of put that in perspective and focus. I hope that these tips were super helpful. I know it's not easy in these last nights. People are tired. But guys, push through. These are the last nights. If you need a break here or there, take it, but then keep going strong. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and make your worship easy. Please keep me in your du'a. I would be so humbled if you could. And I, I have all of you in mind. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, bless you and reward you and, and give you strength to be even better than you were yesterday in your salah, in your ibadah, in your fasting, in your du'a, in everything. I mean, ya Rabbil Alameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.